0: Hi, this is Jay Sunhalter, ESPN3 analyst and former Pirate football tight end. And you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of
1: the Pirates. Welcome to the fire Pirate Football Playback here on Sunday night as Pirates go down 49-29 to 29, uh, to Georgia State, to the Panthers. With me right now, Kyle from LaGrange. Barbara, how are you, man? What's
0: going on, Dave? You know damn well how I'm doing. We were just together a moment ago.
1: Well, I, I, was, I meant in the context of uh, the Pirates losing yesterday. Uh, you've had a day. Uh, I, we gave you 24 hours to calm down, so it's Maybe the of uh, gentler. Uh, um, I was coming anyway. You know, the kind sharing, We're used to it. Just, we're just used to
0: it. We're used to. It's amazing what you can get you as uh, as Wade Garrett, Sam Elliott's character in Roadhouse said, or no, Patrick Swayze said it too. Sam Elliott. It's
1: amazing what you can get used to. <laughs> Very good point. What's up, Bubba Rosenbaum? How are you dude?
2: Doing all right, guys. Uh, I was not able to take in the game live uh, other than via tune-in radio. um, Like I just mentioned on the college football playback due to Riley's baseball games yesterday at two and four uh, right uh, when the Pirates were taking on Georgia State. Uh, Obviously extremely disappointing, that goes without saying. But (laughs) I think the biggest thing, It's not even so much that we lost, but just the way in which we lost. Uh, I was really encouraged by our first half effort against UCF. Um, uh, Yes, it wasn't as good on the ground as 244 yards would lead you to believe. But we did run the football when the game was on the line against UCF. But yesterday we couldn't lick. And I know we'll get into that here in just a few minutes.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was yesterday. Uh, Poor offensive line performance. I, um, you know, I, I don't think that what we're doing on offense, we have the offensive line to do it. Our passing game is predicated off the run game and uh, we can't run the ball. I, I think that was maybe some false optimism against UCF. thinking we could run it, but what we're going to have to do, in my opinion, guys, from what I saw yesterday, unless there's something I don't know, I, I think we're going to have to, I think we're going to have to spread it out wide, for the ball out as much as we can get back in the damn gun and sling the ball around on, on a bunch of short passes. I think we're going to have to – you know, we, we have some guys who can make some plays in space, so let's spread it out and let them make some damn plays instead of instead of sitting back there and asking an offensive line that ain't – it's just not good. Our line's just not good, and we're asking them to block for these long-developing running – or uh, passing plays that a lot of time are predicated on play action. Well, play action ain't worth a damn if you can't run the ball. And that's what happened yesterday. I got so annoyed watching Holton play action, and uh, we couldn't run it. So it was just a wasted movement. By the time you get done with that silly-ass play-action move, somebody's in your face because they don't believe you're going to hand it off.
1: Yeah, that was that was frustrating to me. Is I think that uh, when you see the two games giving up 51 and 49, that's 100 points. So between the two games, we're averaging giving up 50 points for the defense. I think going in, we were hoping the defense would be better. Um, but that's not surprising. What's surprising is, guys, one of the things that really hurt me yesterday. I know we talked about it in our group text. It's not the fifty points average that's surprising. What's surprising is we didn't even score a touchdown as far as the on the offensive side of the ball. That's uh, what's amazing,
0: unacceptable with the talent we have at the skill position. And I know people are going to keep saying, you know, you know, and look, look, the defense is the defense. It's very young and it needs a lot of improvement. But you know what? Scoring some points and moving the ball on offense would help the no, defense no, no, no. a lot. And I know I heard, I heard Coach Houston say, "Well, we're we got to run the ball." Or Donnie, maybe it was Donnie K that said it. We got to somebody said it. We got to be able to run the ball. We can't just be wide open right now to help our defense out. Well, you didn't have the defense out of lick yesterday. You didn't have the defense out of lick yesterday because you couldn't run the ball. So if you can score by passing, if you can go wide open, you know that can create some run lanes. Create some run lanes by. By getting out some quick passes and making – look, we have some receivers, man. C.J. Johnson, the Tyler Sneed, Prohl, uh, Audio Matosho. We have some receivers that can make some plays. Yeah. So put them in space. Let them make plays. Get you know, Have some short passes. Get the offense going, and that can open up some running lanes for you for some of your fast backs. Um, you can't keep asking the offensive line to do what they tried to do yesterday. It just ain't going to work. Um, not right now. No, I'm not sure it ever will, but it damn sure ain't going to work right now. And, um, Coach Houston is a hell of a football coach. I know he is, but I think maybe he's a little stubborn with what he wants
2: to do because it's him right. in other places. Less than 300 total yards for the Pirates uh, yesterday, just 292 um, mm-hmm. for ECU and 3.7 yards per play. And the rushing numbers, this oh, isn't, oh, good. this clearly isn't good, but it's not even as good as, um, as this, um, 26 carries, 50 yards, but 30, 31 of those 50 yards were Tyler Sneed's fake field goal. Oh, and Then you also had a 10-yard carry by Mason Garcia late in that game. Uh, so when you look at Holton's numbers, and granted there were four sacks included in this, which doesn't – When we talked about our thoughts on that and how the NFL does it versus how college does it, but it's been like that forever, so it's part of it. But 24 uh, – 24 carries um, – Nine yards. Yeah, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Now, now, if you look at just the running backs, uh, you had running backs, uh, Raji Harris, and Darius Penix, also um, Chase Hayden, and um, and maybe Keaton Mitchell. Maybe he got one carry, but you had those four backs combined for eighteen attempts for twenty two yards.
3: Nine, oh. nine and
0: it was nothing. It was pathetic. And I challenge. I'm challenging right now, and I'm sure the coaches are going to challenge them. But, you know, I, I know what Donnie Kirkpatrick and Steve Shankweiler thinks about our program. I know how much love they have in this program. And, uh, look, I'm I, I personally as a Pirate fan, and they're going to remember the media, what the hell you want to say, and they're going to look at me and go, well, who is he to challenge? But I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you to go into your damn heart and pull out your chest and hold it above your head and, and, and look at the purple blood dripping from it and, and see what the hell just happened in Atlanta, GA. And you should be embarrassed and you should be ashamed as pirates for the legacy that you guys helped build, Donnie Kirkpatrick, Steve Shankweiler, for that offensive performance yesterday, and you got to go. You, you, you got to figure out something. And if it's a change in philosophy, then by God, tell Coach Houston we got to change what we're doing from from a from a philosophy standpoint. So we got to be more passive. We, we got we got to get rid of the ball faster. We got to go 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 so the offensive line doesn't have to block us long. Or you got to get there and, and, and you know I don't know we were missing a couple of pieces from the offensive line. I understand that. And maybe they'll be back this week. But that running performance, you got to do something to create some kind of running game. But I think you got to do it from the passing game. And what happened yesterday on the offensive side of the ball was an absolute embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. And, and, you know, I know Holton got a lot of pressure on him. I know he had a lot of pressure on him. Uh, But Holton made some bad decisions yesterday. I don't put a lot of that on Holton. But I know how Holton loves this program, too. And I challenge him, too. Go into your chest, rip out your heart, look at it. Look at the purple blood. Look at it bleed. Look at it beat. Look at it pounding. And go, is this the legacy you want to leave? And let's see if we can go down to Tampa. This, this, and if these young guys, or even the older guys, whoever it is, you know that team yesterday looked to me and right, I heard Coach Smith say it like they were fragmented, like some guys weren't there mentally. And I want in the locker rooms. I don't know if that's the truth or not. But if you got any guys that ain't that ain't balled in, or or maybe maybe Coach Houston and the staff was too hard on them for turning the ball over. And maybe working too hard in practice, and maybe some guys got their little bitty feelings hurt because I know how uh, I know how sensitive this generation is. But uh, get out there next week, work your asses off, go to Tampa, and find a way to win a football game. We we need to win a football game, and I believe in Coach Houston, and I believe in Donnie, and I believe in Shank, and I believe that they can win here. God knows Shank and Donnie's done it before, and Coach Houston's won everywhere he's been. But damn it, we need to win a football game, and South Florida is up next and they ain't lighting it up, and we need to find a way to get it done, go down to Tampa, come back to Greenville with a victory.
1: Guys, we've lost three straight if you go back to the Tulsa game. So uh, you're exactly right, Kyle, with the Tulsa game and the UCF and, and Georgia State. And, and uh, Bubba, you know, the thing that was driving me crazy yesterday is that very thing like Kyle was talking about is the fact that we when we started to do where basically we gave up on the run and we put everybody spread everybody out, All of a sudden, we started moving the ball, you know, and that was the thing that was driving me crazy is that why should we should have done that and and move it back to maybe the second quarter is to go ahead and try that, even if it's for one series, anything to spark the team. And it was driving me crazy that you see the running game is not working. You see that every time the Holton nailers snaps the ball, there's like three or four guys rushing at him every time, every snap. So the line was like so broken yesterday that they didn't have he didn't have any time to pass. I mean, it seems like he's snapping it like he's quickly he had to do with those quick throws, but uh, for me personally, yesterday it was driving me crazy that we didn't make that adjustment sooner um, because of the very fact that what to me was a what worries me is that was a 50-50 game and we lost by 20 points and I'm not knocking let me be very clear, I'm not knocking Georgia State. We the three of us on this podcast know they have a good program. We know they have a good coach. Um, they've got great recruiting there in that Atlanta area, but the fact that we did not play well in offense is very concerning, especially it's a 50-50 game. Now, uh, you're, you're right, Kyle, when you say that we could go down to uh, Tampa this week. Uh, USF is not a good football team, and that's another 50-50 game where we have a chance to beat them and then come home to a Navy team that we were talking about on a previous show, they're not looking good. So maybe you could, uh, let's just start with USF. You get a win there. You come back home. You got some more pirates in the stands this time, coming back on the 17th. Maybe we can get something, getting on a little bit of a roll here. But uh, if we lose to USF, man, that's going to be really rough.
0: Yeah, hey, you can bet your bottom dollar USF has this game circled as a win for them. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. at home. It's at home. I, I would say they're probably more talented than we are. Um, but, you know, I, I'm hoping maybe we can show some semblance of an offense. You know, Blake Harrell and his defense, is uh, young, but God knows South Florida offense has struggled early. So maybe our defense can hold up a little bit and uh, make some more plays on special teams and have a chance to win the Blooming football game. Um,
2: I don't know. You're talking about making plays on defense and, um, and special teams. And the Pirates did that right off the bat yesterday, Warren Sabah with the pick six on the initial play from scrimmage. Um, and, guys, think about this. If you would have told us, um, as Dave put up his avatar, which is which is me, <laughs> but uh, you know, if you would have told us prior to that game yesterday that we would force three turnovers – have a fake field goal that went 31 yards for a touchdown and also have a block punt, uh, which Blake, Pl- Blake Proll returned 40 yards uh, for a touchdown. And if we would get beat by three touchdowns, you wouldn't have believed it. No, no, you wouldn't have
0: believed it because you wouldn't have thought the offense. And I was concerned about the offense after week one. I really was because to me, it didn't make any sense that our passing game struggled so damn bad. And uh, it, it is, it is, it is beyond concerning that our offensive line can't pass block any better than that. Mm -hmm. I I think you've got to, and and as Terry joins us, I I think you've got to change what you're doing schematically to to, to create some opportunities to get rid of that ball pass because they just can't hold up. And I'm repeating myself over and over. The offensive line just cannot hold up for what we're trying to do in the passing game because it's all predicated on the run game. Can't run it.
1: Well, Terry, you're Carrie, you're a great coach and obviously a great player for East Carolina and a uh, future Hall of Famer at ECU. What do you think about the very fact that uh, we're not, it seems like we were talking to guys, I know you were trying to get on with us, uh, but basically we you can't be stubborn and stick to the same game plan. You've got to work with the personnel you have, and the particular when we, yesterday, pretty much abandoned the run and we spread everything out and we started to move the football and we started to put, uh Georgia stayed on their heels a little bit where we could have gotten back into the game and we should have done that sooner than if you see it's not working, the line is breaking down and a four, five, three, four guys r- rushing through the O line like they were in the backfield <laughs> near and holding space all day long. Uh, it shows you the run's not going to work.
3: Well, I was uh, trying to hear uh, what was Kyle, what were you trying to what were you saying there at the end, Kyle?
1: I was just
0: saying how, you, you know, that what we're trying to do schematically with the offensive line, a lot of our running game is predicated on the pass game. Or excuse me, a lot of our pass game is predicated on the run game. Right. And the pass plays take so long to sit up because they're coming off of a play action, and their O-line can't hold up to do that. So what we need – in my opinion, what we need to do is, for the meantime, we need to find a way to get rid of the ball faster on some quick – cross shallow crossers and things like that and spread things out wider and get things in space and let some of our receivers – we do have some playmakers at receiver – Get them in position to make plays, and then maybe you can open up some run lanes that way. Because what we're trying to do, it just ain't working. And and when you when your pass game is predicated to the run game, and you can't run the ball, that play action becomes useless, and all it does is give the uh, give the defense more time to get there.
3: Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's just two games. I know that's. I'm not making excuses. I'm just stating the obvious here. Captain, obvious. Uh, two games. Uh, I didn't see the improvement I was expecting uh, from uh, week. You know, the first game to the second game. But I also saw a team that uh, didn't look like it was uh, joined. It didn't look connected. It did. There was a lot of disconnect for everything, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the virus has it. And again, I'm not making excuses. We got our ass beat. (laughs) It was fugly. I mean, hey, let's let's just get it out there, okay? But look at the the obvious facts, you know, the COVID virus like it is. And uh, another uh, relative of mine actually passed away from it uh, last week. So, uh, you know, I'm sure these kids are being impacted by a lot of this uh, stuff. Plus, uh, I don't know if maybe the way we've had to practice, you haven't put – we don't have the connectedness that we had before because you can't – they could only have so many at a time and you had to practice in groups. And so – and I just don't see – it's like uh, what happened to uh, C.J. Johnson.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you he,
3: what. they're I'll tell you what happened to
1: DJ Johnson. What they're doing in our in our league is they're allowing a whole bunch of these corners that can't cover him, and they are on him like a bad suit all day long. Okay, like throwing, the
0: throwing the flag on it yesterday and holding quit throwing to him. He started he started tolerating uh, black Pro the whole second half. Well. If, they, if they're wrapping up C.J. and they're flagging it, then keep throwing to him. Draw the damn penalty.
1: I agree All
3: with right. that. And he uh, kept, kept throwing Blake also, on the right Blake. He's, he's playing a set position. Uh, maybe if we played him at the two receiver instead right. of the one receiver, then you can put him in motion and you can use him for some other things. And I'm not so sure C.J. doesn't have other abilities. Uh, I don't know how mature he is, and I don't know, again, the impact of the situation as it is with with practice and uh, sanitation and um, contract tracing. You know what, Gary? (laughs)
0: COVID's not just in Greenville. It's in Atlanta, too. So everybody has to deal with
3: it. I know they do. I know they do. But they were at home, and that's that's one thing to think about. I think playing at home uh, for a team like ours right now, uh, we don't have kids. Even our old kids haven't don't have playing time. Yeah. So uh, we don't have it in the in the uh, with obviously the young the players. Kids. So it's gonna get better, but it was ugly. It was ugly, and I know the coaches feel the same way, and I know that they're looking doing. at things, and and there'll be you gotta. I. I I don't know that they even knew they were going to play there for a while. That, that even if that didn't have an impact, well, but
1: they do again, last again,
3: look, uh, you see what's happening on the NFL level. Even it's it's going to get worse before it gets better. Well, coach, so,
1: coach, coach you talking talking COVID Saturday. or our program? Uh, uh,
3: going to play. Both um, we're going to get worse before we get better. Right now, we get any worse. <laughs> yeah that
1: was bad saturday
0: if we get any worse no there's no excuse for that offensive performance
1: you, no, no, not, that was bad. not one touchdown terry and you're no. the offensive side at of ball, terry not no, we one didn't have, touchdown not one we
3: didn't have any it, it, whatever we tried to do and again i think we've kept it so simple uh it was i'm sorry if maybe i'm out of the loop but what where was penix
2: he He was there he he was there Uh, he he, he, um he carried the ball six times for one yard Uh chase maybe (laughs) ask y'all again where was penix Uh, you're (laughs)
0: gonna you're gonna you're gonna gonna, gonna step on yourself there a little bit his dad died sunday
3: i'm Uh, sorry yeah. Um, well, ahead, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't know that. And yeah, and that's true. These are the things I'm talking about with all the impact on all these kids about all this stuff. So, yeah, that had, <laughs> you know, I am very sorry to hear that because I knew and especially uh, situations where they are. I understand that that would have been. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. but they, but it, we'll
0: the guys, none of the other backs got it going either and we know you didn't know about it you wouldn't have made that comment but i uh it, it none of the other
3: backs got it going either look to me well, that's what i'm saying there was none and it hasn't been a uh i just don't see us having a uh we don't know what we don't know who we are yet we don't know what we are but and, um, and if we just rely on the passing and i'm off I love passing. Don't get me wrong, but you got to really look at what it's going to do. If we totally you can't, you can't abandon the run. You still have to try to run. Well, we why don't we do something different?
0: Well, that's what I agree I'm with. We ran run yesterday, and but the passing plays we have drawn up were all predicated on the run.
3: So we well, they played a. Uh, their defense. Remember- How closely you watch what they were playing, but they were wound up. They were in a five. They were sending at least five every play, yeah. and they were. They did a great. Um, they did a great job on defense with gap, gap control, gap yeah. responsibility. So when we tried to run, it wasn't. No, we didn't have. I didn't see a lot of, a lot of. Uh, I saw them on our side of the ball they were in attack mode defense
1: too well, and yeah. that. one thing one thing guys I wanted to bring up yeah. to you that was obvious to me um is a very fact did you notice on defense yesterday that there were times when the there there's a big time confusion on the defense where one guy was r- running uh was in oh, okay. one defense and then there were there were other guys that were in a different set there were two or three guys that were that were in the different defenses they were like they didn't know what they were not to say well, they were really young
0: we got a really young defense I, I i don't know if they if they came out and uh, talked to Johnny Gardner earlier and bubba and uh, it doesn't really seem like they ran anything different than what they normally do so i don't see the why they would have called a soft card except maybe throwing the ball more early than they th- we thought we thought they would it seems like we thought they were going to going to run the ball quite a bit, kind of kind of Amani Edwards-ish during his at-state days. That's what we thought they were going to look like, and they did throw the ball a little more early. But uh, besides that, I think they ran what we thought they were going to run, but we were very confused early on defense. Now, we kind of got some of that solved as the game went on. Um, I think part of it was, was them pulling, taking their foot off the gas, but we, we did play better on defense as the game went on. And, you know –
3: They got sloppy, yeah. They got sloppy. They that, did. That quarterback, I was acting up – I, I was not aware of, I didn't know the quarterback was that good. I'll be honest. He's uh, good. Man. Six been, five? Yeah. That kid six five and not even two hundred pounds yet. He yeah. is gonna be he's gonna be phenomenal. He was a he was one of these kids who slips through down there in, in in states like Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, uh, that wind up if they can get through maybe a, a junior college situation, prep school, uh, once they they they're not the five star that gets all the attention, but they're these kids that are only seventeen years old when they're you know seniors, and this kid, they said that he is actually, I mean, he is, he was phenomenal. I thought he was, a, I thought he was a great quarterback. Of course, <laughs> we made him look like one, but. He has all the tools. He has all the skills, and we have a hard time getting to the quarterback. I don't yeah. know what we got to do to do something different, but we got to do that. We, you know, you can't let the quarterback sit there on his mark and throw the ball. And, and,
0: and uh, that's what Blake Harrell's defense is all about: is bringing pressure, bringing pressure, bringing pressure, bring pressure yeah.
3: and uh, we got to We got to bring it quicker, different, disguise it something. Uh, and and they were picking on McMillan, you know he's from Atlanta. Uh, so a great so, player. Uh, yeah. He's
2: going to yeah, be a great. You know, I, I thought he McMillan. Yeah, he's from North Carolina. What's that? Yeah, he's from uh, Winston Salem. Juan McMillan is from Winston Salem. You, you're thinking about Malik Fleming. Malik Fleming is from the the greater uh, Atlanta area.
3: Ah, I, I thought there's another one, another kid. I was, maybe anyway. Okay. But he still, uh, he <laughs> they they picked on him. But they had they had pretty they had some good players themselves. And uh, I just hate it because it was Georgia State, and Georgia State to me does not represent <laughs> the kind of football we should be playing. And but we're not doing it. It was ugly. We got to grow from it. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being this way. But. Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm tired of a lot of things. I'm tired of being the, short. I wish I was, I wish I was 6'5". <laughs> you know, my God.
0: I, uh, I think, you know, there's no shame in losing to Georgia State. They went to a bowl last year. They beat Tennessee last year. They got a lot of players coming back. It's how we lost to Georgia State. Yeah, and they're we uh, all Georgia.
3: Th- they're all Georgia kids. And yeah. we went
0: and lost to Georgia State by a field goal or whatever, you know, this morning, but been okay. But that performance yesterday was atrocious. What
2: we got there on the screen? I mean, it was it's Bubba Grant chiming in just saying if we, if, you watch, if you watched the Louisiana Georgia State game you knew they were good and absolutely and uh, still look let yeah. me tell you
0: if, if if we're not as good as, as what will probably be the third place Sunbelt team
3: there you yeah
0: then, then we're not, not going to win a game in the American and we're going we're we will not win a game all year if, if we if we can't improve and find a way this weekend to beat – now, who knows? Who knows? You know, last who, who, who would have thought last year we would almost beat Cincy? So, who knows? But if we don't show some dramatic improvement this week, I, I'm not feeling good about the rest of this year.
1: No doubt about that. You know, guys, with the bubble, with the – one thing that, that drives – the biggest thing that drove me crazy yesterday was the very fact, and there's guys that need to help hold, too. Uh, that was that um, – <laughs> when we were in the group text, I think it was in the first half, Kyle um, – that with audi audi actually dropped a pass that was right there so he was just past the first down marker and i know you went ballistic as i was too i didn't you texted faster than because i was saying words we can't repeat on this program um, but it was things like that that were driving me crazy because he threw a great pass in the numbers to uh, audi and then he and he just tried he should have. and the commentators even said it he should have had the pass so there's a little bit of everything to go around. And, again, oh, you're talking about, right, right, the UCLA receiver. Yeah. The kid from the
2: – He, was, yeah, right, that he was, was right there. He,
3: he knew it. He knew it. I mean, but and that's the thing. What are you going to do, punish him for something he knows he could have done 20, you know, 30 times out of 31? But, you know, it's like this. Uh, the interception that we had where the the we intercepted and fell in and it and they put it on the two. I thought that was a bad. I thought we got the bad end of that stick. Sure. I really thought the ball – I thought it carried him into the end zone. That right there was at least 20-yard difference yeah. uh, from their starting point, and it made a difference because they scored on, on that position, so –
0: Sure. I mean, everything
3: like that makes a difference. But, but and Bubba, Bubba, Bubba Grant, I why you know, Georgia State just don't represent somebody that we should lose to. Like Not like that. Not like that. I
1: mean, they, no, don't, no, they
0: don't represent somebody Tennessee should lose to either. Well, I
3: just know this. I know the situation. I know yeah. it's yeah. just, but, it just. The problem. The I'm glad the, 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 I don't live there now. I'm glad I'm in North Carolina. <laughs> the
0: problem that pisses me off is you score 29 points and none of it was on offense. All right, oh. so you, you, you oh, just a have great three. day. Yeah, you just have what two. Off- you just have two offensive touchdowns. It's two, and sure. we win. We win the football game. You just have two because the last touchdown was in garbage time after we had turned the ball oh. over. <laughs> yeah, so that last touchdown. We win. We win the football game.
3: That last touchdown, let me tell you, we play him in our place next year. No, 26. I think I, when the game was over, I'd have walked over there, shook his hand, and told him, said, yeah, okay, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, good enjoyed the victory, and uh, we'll see you next year. And now guess what?
1: 26. 27. Guess
3: what? <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be different. It's going to be real different. I, well, just, I that's karma, karma. That, that stuff comes back to you, I think. So, and I said I, it all
1: along, guys, when, when Ruffin McNeil got fired December 4, 2015, I said it would take 10 years. Um, we're already <laughs> five, and we still don't look any better. So I'm glad to see Mike Houston here. Um, I'm not, and I want to say to the fans, don't, the casual fans, don't turn you back on Houston like some people are making comments on our social media. Uh, to us, or on certain my message boards, people, people get mad. People get mad. Everything.
3: look this this year, you got to give a pass to a lot of lot of people in a lot of situations. I, my opinion, I'm just that way. Uh, Dale, I know if somebody's working, or somebody's dealing, or if somebody's just uh, peddling me um, hydrochloric, <laughs> you know. Uh, look, if it's uh, you know, I think we're I think we're still we got good things coming. Because remember now, all these kids don't them lose the eligibility, sure. right? No. So this is like a long spring practice. Yeah, but it's
0: like that for
3: you know, costing us. But that's what research and development does. <laughs> it's
0: everybody in the country. I mean, you know, we don't play Georgia State next year, but all those kids will be back at Georgia State next year.
3: Well, I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. I, I just think it's a tough, tough year. I hate watching it. I hate seeing us that way. Uh, three and out, three and out, three and out. That can't that's,
1: happen. You, that's you what I was going to gonna say to Bubba to, earlier.
0: Too many – too many pieces there at the skill positions. That's you what I'm saying.
1: Out, out, out.
0: You've got to find a way to get your ball in the playmakers' hands and let them make some plays. Make hey, sure Bubba,
1: Bubba, I was gonna bring you in because uh you remember the chart, what was it? The first after that pick six, there was like four or five punks, and uh then I think it was the inter Yeah, after we got the or something like that. But after, anyway, uh, our after, first five or six possessions are six, all eight. like punks.
2: After we got the pick six, uh, Georgia State scored on three consecutive possessions and five out of their next seven possessions in the first half. Meanwhile, like you're saying, meanwhile, uh, like you're saying, uh, we we um, cannot get anything going like we've been discussing offensively as far as as far as all those punts um, on, on our first possession. We had second and two. We ran the ball twice and got stuffed, didn't come close to getting the first down. Then our second possession, is that's when uh, the ball hit Aldi on that out route and um, wide open. Holton did a good job of evading the rush and put it right on him. Um, that would have been a first down. Uh, so both of those times we should have converted and um, at least moved the chains if not put something together. And then in the second quarter we got it uh, going a little bit and we put uh, two drives together, one of uh, 11 plays, the other of 13 plays. Both, I think, fifty to sixty yards, but then we get down there uh, in the red zone or just outside of the red zone, and had to settle for field goals. So um, if you could have punched it in the end zone those times, like Kyle was saying, who who knows?
1: Hey, yeah. hey, Kyle, I got. How about this? Here's a stat for you guys that just is mind boggling. But there was a period of time there, uh, seven in seven minutes time. There was three scores. Seven minutes times. And you have three scores. That right there is unacceptable. I um, know we have a young defense. I know the offense is like getting three and outs, but three scores in seven minutes—that that's just that can't happen. It's that's why defense. we got our button. It's
0: just bad defense, but at the same time, if you get some first downs uh, on the offense,
1: yeah. you,
0: you move the ball and you don't give them short fields. And I mean, look, the oh. offense has nothing to help the defense. I'm not pleased with the way the defense played particularly early. But the offense is, is where I'm concerned. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I, I'm going to cut my, my appearance here short tonight because I've been on here a while. And uh, i got other things I need to get done. And so I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys carry on here. But uh, I'll just end it with this on, on my part. Um, if any of the guys out there watch our podcast or watch this show, and I said it earlier to the players and to the coaching staff, guys like Darnie Patrick, guys like Steve Shankweiler, I know how they love the program you know, I heard Shane Carton – not Shane Carton. I heard uh Holton Hales was almost in tears or wasn't tears after the game yesterday well you know what if you're upset do something about it you know crying about it ain't worth a shit get get out there and next this week work your ass off get in those offensive linemen's face and say if you if you if I get sacked again I'm going to take my foot and I'm going to shove it so far up your ass my shoe size will be on your tongue if I get sacked again get in their face I mean, do what you need to do to get these boys motivated and to go put a hell of an effort, whether we win or lose against South Florida. We need to go out there and play like, as Terry would say, play like Pirates And uh, against South Florida. And uh, we need to find a way to be competitive this coming week. South Florida's not a good football team. Um, they, they, they put up, I think, 21 against an FCS opponent, seven against Cincinnati, and zero against Notre Dame. Um, they're not a good football team. Uh, we're it's three point spread, even after that performance this week, it's still a three point spread. We need to find a way to be competitive, uh, against, uh, against South Florida by hook or by crook. If it's special teams plays, if it's trick plays, no matter what it is, we need to find a way to be competitive on the road in Tampa next weekend. And, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see a change in offensive of philosophy, but mainly what I want to see is, is, is and, and they never quit yesterday, so. I'll give them credit for that. They never quit. So uh, hats off to them for for trying the whole game uh, and and cutting it to 13. And, you know, we got the ball back with five minutes to go. And I thought maybe we'd come down and score and have a chance to kick an onside kick, but it didn't happen. Uh, So anyway, I'm going to get off here and let you guys keep talking. And um, hopefully we'll figure out a way to be more competitive against the Bulls. And uh, go Pirates.
1: All right, brother. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So I, guess I think, I, think I just mic heard mic the mic drop. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's a wall. <laughs> you, were re- you were reading my mind, Bubba. Bubba and I've been friends now for uh, over two years now. You were two and a half years, I guess, close to it. And Bubba was reading. Uh, he read my mind. I was getting ready to say that very thing. That's funny. You said that, uh, Bubba, about dropping the mic, guys. I'm telling you, with everything I have, um, are we? <laughs> we're not as bad as we played yesterday. Um, I know that, and. I'm not giving up on this team. There's some people that will. Um, The casual fans just need to take a breath. Um, I sound like Terry Gallagher now. Um, But you have to understand this team, this program, Terry and Bubba, it was, I mean, I never thought it was as bad as it was, but it obviously was bad, really bad. In fact, Mike Houston off the record has said he didn't know how bad it was. So what you got to understand is between – all the culture rebuilding, no excuses, but uh, Coach Houston even said, as I think Jay Sunhalter, uh, one of the guests said, it's going to be about two or three more years before we can really see this program go to the level that we know that it can be. And right now we're in a situation where we're having 54 new guys come in. You have COVID-19, you have the terrible administration we've had. We have no chancellor right now. We have no Pirate Club director um we're in a <laughs> we're in a big mess and we're in the biggest storm of our life as far as our athletic department um and that's because of the previous administration so we've got a situation now where um no excuses um like Kyle was talking about bubba and and uh, Terry we've got to get back to the drawing board i know they had practice this afternoon um they'll ha- they'll have tomorrow off um, want to get you guys thoughts on the game as far as both of you played on the offensive side of the ball how do you get the running game guys I was thinking about like Kyle was saying when Lincoln Riley used to do those pitch routes uh, different things that they were like basically short passes that they added yardage they uh, they would catch the pass and make a play out of it is that something we have to do
2: what do you guys think? Yesterday when we threw a lot of um, a lot of the bubble screens and you know, like you're saying uh, that a lot of coaches refer to as an extension of, of the running game and then that short passing game. Um, what are your thoughts Gary? Oh, uh, I think a
3: lot of that has to do with the fact we don't have much time to throw the football. Uh, you can see that from the very right. beginning uh, when you can't establish a run and, and, and that's what we are. What I, what, and, 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 again, I you know, what do I do? But I would always uh, – I would come out in something unfamiliar to the other team, uh, not necessarily run different plays but in different formations, give them some different looks early, uh, uh, try to uh, – in, in this case, try to create something that might be just take – you know uh, – Something to get them away from where they normally are defensively and uh, take about 10 plays this week and make sure you can run those 10 plays out of 10. And it may be 10 different formations, but make sure early in the game that you do these things. And then you start getting into the rhythm of the offense. But right now we have no rhythm of offense. We, we just, uh, all right. We know. Let's 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 do this. Like uh, this is what John Wooden uh, focused on. His thing was, don't worry about what you can't do. Take care of what you can do. And at this point, let's see what we can do. Uh, you know, based on what the other team is. So let's see what we can do against him. If we can run the ball, let's run the ball. But if we can't run the ball, let's don't let's don't be uh, you know let us don't be anal about it. Let's try something other than just run the ball. I'm not saying not run it, but let's run it right. different. Let's come up, Let's let's hit things different. Let's let's uh, let's hit you know just something different. And sometimes too, if you do something, uh, sometimes you got to do something just to get the players. Uh, uh, you know, it might get them uh, excited. Ask them what they can okay, ask them. What can y'all, what can we do? Tell me what hey,
1: play. Hey, Captain Bunk, we did that with the uh, bubble. We did that with, uh, we had the fake field goal and that block punt. I mean, that was, that was to have those two what? plays in our game. I mean, that was huge, but I was going to say that when we spread everything out like, yeah, last night, yesterday afternoon, I'm not saying do that the whole game because then they'll be able to fix that, right? Sure, uh, Georgia sure. State will be able to. But I'm just saying, yeah, if it's a whole yeah. series like that where it's quick, hurry up offense, you do that, then you have a chance to if you quickly score, click score uh, then maybe next time you try to run the game ball again. I mean, but just to keep running the ball over and over again until um, we could have started the. In other words, and sometime late in the first half, early in the second half, go to that all. The, the old <laughs> wide receivers spreading everything out because we started clicking then, Bubba.
2: Yeah, like I mentioned, we we did get it going a little bit in the second quarter, but still not uh, with the consistency that you would want, and, and it reverted back to the inability to consistently protect and uh, obviously run block, as we've discussed about about uh, for the last several minutes, um, but we have several viewers chiming in with comments. And so we'll go we're going ahead and get some of, some of those before a few other points that I wanted to bring up. Uh, we have Air Aid 73 chiming in. He says, should uh, Mason Garcia get a shot? Um, what I will say to that, obviously, uh, we're not at practice every day. Um, I know Coach Houston has addressed it in his weekly Zooms. Uh, he, he's been asked hey, that. Yeah. Um, will we see mason garcia when will when will we see mason garcia uh he talked about um as well, we'll see him as soon as the situation um is ready is ready or is is good for mason to enter a game um, he's not going to go in a situation like yesterday where we cut it to 13 points if we had remained down by 26 i think you would have seen him uh, with you know six seven minutes left in that game but when we cut it to 13, especially having, having the chance to win the game and having the offensive line issues that we're having, you're not going to stick a guy out there for the first time in that situation. Um, so I know a lot of people brought that up in other postgame shows, and um, that, that was the obvious answer there. Um, but I, I think Mason Garcia will probably continue to see more action as the year goes on, as he continues to grow comfortable in our offense and um, as the offensive line continues to improve um, you had britt thompson chiming in terry and he says bunk you still still unpacking
3: oh yeah but uh we're getting closer i feel like a real north carolinian now <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know bubba when well, you're making a great point about mason garcia with the very fact i'll say this the very fact that mason uh if you bring mason in the problem is is that you pretty much if you're going to put mason as a starter um, you're giving up on Holton, and you're giving up on the season. So hopefully, um, that's not the case. And I know they probably meant just uh, to bring him in for a series or or two, or not to start, right?
2: Okay, I mean, I'm sure um, he he didn't specify. Uh, he just said a shot. I'm assuming he he just means to get him some reps. And uh, and I think uh, I think that's a good idea. Um, maybe early early in the game. Um, and like I said, um, we we don't know how Mason's handling everything. Extremely excited that that young man's part of our program, Um, but all we know is what Coach Houston tells us, and um, he referenced uh, some of the nerves he was exhibiting in um, just a pregame against UCF. Um, So we take Coach Houston at his word. I mean, uh, he has no reason to make that up, obviously. So just um, hope Mason continues to come along, and when the time's right, we'll get him some action, and and hopefully he will perform well and give us a a second – option at quarterback um and and who's to say alex flynn uh, he he's number two on the depth chart uh, right there either or uh, number two on the depth chart for a reason so maybe we'll see alex flynn at some point um but richard Osbrook chimed in he was in atlanta yesterday at center park stadium he's a great pirate fan attendance uh, just joined you guys uh, you may have already talked about it but it was it's pretty simple. Their defensive line uh, weren't the biggest guys in the world. i um, very small, but also very fast. Our offensive line oh. was, just, was just getting beat. And um, no, no O line obviously equals no they, running uh, game. They were no running what they were doing was bringing at day. least
3: five people. They would bring at least five every time. And they were running twist, twist stunts where the uh, they'd have four down men and the two would would X. You know, one go in, one go around and they did a good job of uh, uh and that's why they were losing containment uh with the, you know they kept losing containment with uh with uh, uh holton and that's why i was able to get the ball away several times but uh he could actually have run the ball more uh had he wanted to in some of those situations but uh i think he's trying to sometimes force it a little bit once he does get out there and he he starts trying to go for the big play uh, And not everybody's going to be. You can't force the big play. What you got to do is execute every play like it's the big play. And and when you get to that point, that's when you're going to reach championship football. But uh, as long as you're as long as you're trying to make it happen, it ain't going to happen. You got to you got to just you just got to play every play. Every play has to be the most important play of the game. And to develop that attitude and that, uh, it takes a lot of maturity, a lot of hard, you know,
2: and some never get it. Some never understand it. So like, like Richard saying, um, obviously their decisions that Holton would like to have back that goes without saying, um, I'm sure Holton is beating himself up maybe over those things and um, he, he'll. That's one thing. He'll continue to grind. You know, you know. There's no doubt um, that Holt Naylor's is going to leave no stone unturned when it comes to film study and That's just work, work, working hard. I mean, he, he's the epitome of a, 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 just a grinder and a gym rat, however you want to term it. Um, but um, it doesn't matter who's back there when when you can't protect and you have four sacks and then all kinds of hurries and hits on the quarterback. Yeah, and and, and yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah as a, uh, as a running back at
3: one time, as a receiver at one time, as coaching and all that stuff, uh, I'll tell you the truth. I'll take a, a good line with a bad back over a great back with a bad line. Because that good line can make a lot of backs look great. And it all starts with that push. And you don't see us getting that you don't get us, we, we call it changing the line of scrimmage. And that's where your offensive line comes off the ball and gives you two or three yards before the running back ever has to, uh, you know, make any contact. But if you're having, if you're, the, if you're a running back having to make contact with the defender a yard deep in your backfield every play, <laughs> that gets, that's tough. So, yeah, I'll take that offensive line all day long. So uh, but also again they were fast they were quick but it was it had
2: to do with the defense they were playing and uh, we weren't we weren't able to pick up a lot of that and one one other question from Richard Olsbrook on um, talking about and Travion Freshwater's status on defense. Talking about the tremendous high school career he had up at Northeastern. Um, right, I, I know he saw some action. I don't recall exactly how many snaps against UCF, but I was looking at the participation report for yesterday, and um, his name was not listed. So I don't know if that was. I don't know if that's a COVID thing, an injury thing, or just coach's decision.
3: Right, because if it's COVID, they don't have to. Uh, they don't have to mention that. So.
1: Well, the fact that, I mean, Freshwater, uh, the thing about Freshwater that people, the good news about COVID as far as uh, we're concerned with football, a lot of these guys like Freshwater who last year had, which I love the rule now of the, the, what is it, the academic red shirt where a situation where grades may not be great or great or it's pretty close that they bring them in. And he had a year to work, work under Mike Houston and now he's really a red shirt freshman. And the good news is Terry, he's like you, they've got the Terry Gallagher rule where well, they gave everybody another year. And I've been told, till- <laughs> and I, that's my line. So everybody can, uh, just, it. that's right.
3: Everybody should Terry get Gallagher another year Gallaher. of their life over.
1: You're right. <laughs> the Terry Gallagher rule, as I call it, um, it they get me. another year. <laughs> 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 but let you look I at it, it and hey.
3: Right. Well, that's why I say this is almost like a long spring practice uh and yeah yeah it involves a lot of money it involves a lot of this and that but uh it's it's you know it's it's something that's real we got to deal with and i don't care what your point of view on it is uh you know (laughs) i just know what what i know and and, uh, i don't i don't play around with the virus myself Uh, i've had too many too many, uh, too much death and, and sickness around me. So, uh don't you know, personally to stay healthy and all that, but uh, I don't, I
2: don't like it. So, also shout out to uh, Matt Semenza, East Carolina letter winner, uh, defensive player for the Pirates back in the mid nineties. He's tuned in up in Connecticut. He chimed in earlier. I've uh, been waiting. him. all right. <laughs> time to get to this comment uh, he was just talking about a lot of the things we've already been hitting on so I'm not going to rehash all those things but, but he was just talking about he thinks that we maybe need to try a little tempo um, and, <laughs> yeah, and listen to the early part <laughs> and, and then he said players look confused at times um, play calling in his opinion had no imagination and that we set football back 20 years yesterday I don't know about 20 <laughs>
1: uh, I
2: know God knows.
1: God knows. I hope not. I hope he's wrong. And I like Semenza. He's awesome. I, I, know not, enough.
3: I think you should go back and watch it in black and white and uh, it'll make you feel better.
1: <laughs> well, that, that very fact that Bubba with the, to me, uh, talking about what we're talking about the offense, but uh, to me, when, if you can, there's enough playmakers on this team. And I would say to the American referees again, um i know you did a good job yesterday calling it but every why is it that every single play they're holding their their i mean uh terry might be helping me help me out on this but um uh, they took him out of the game be, uh, as far as uh, georgia state did because that's what you do they'd rather take 15 a 15 yard penalty or a spot foul than to have uh, X play on him and he gets a uh, 50, 60 yard touchdown, you know, down the right <laughs> running down the field and he's gone. Um right. The guy has the guy has NFL talent. So does Holton. And the two of them have great chemistry. They know that Snead and Holton have great chemistry. Pro and um, Holton have great chemistry. You look at um, Audie Amatosho. Uh, he's coming around now. He's finally starting to come into his own. I mean, that's four receivers right there. If you look at the running backs. Uh, one of the things, guys, I want to ask both you and uh, Terry and Bubba is I'm upset because my coach told me when we were seniors in high school baseball, he says, Coach Mike Burrell, give you a coach, a shout out. He says two things. He said, when you get tired of losing, you'll find a way to win. I talk about that a lot on the show. But the other thing he said, if I can lose with seniors talking to my group, I can lose with sophomores. Bring those young guys in. And. Uh, with Mitchell and, and Raji Harris, I mean, those two guys are electric. I know the, the running game was not there yesterday, but um, I don't think – did Harris even get a carry, Bubba? Yesterday? Yeah, him.
2: Raji Harris got four carries. Uh, he, yeah, he, four, uh, okay. Four, four, four carries for one yard. Um, but um, Richard Osbrook chimes in. Of course, C.J. Johnson, you didn't mention C.J. C.J. through two games, has three catches, um, yeah. Yesterday uh, he had one, one catch for zero yard, <laughs> and uh, that's we, what we had, I was saying. I was saying he had the
1: the two. I didn't say his name, but he has the the two of them have the chemistry. And then I yeah. was pointing out yeah. that the Snead had the chemistry, and uh, you look at Pro yeah. and Holton has great chemistry with those receivers. It's a matter of with well, starting with C.J. Johnson. I mean, they can throw a flag on every play because they're holding him they're uh, they're doing a, a pass interference every single play. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, well, that's
3: why no you, that's me. that's why you move him to a slot receiver type position, so that he's off the line of scrimmage and they can't make first contact. Then, if they're holding him, that's his fault. But if uh, if he can't get off the line of scrimmage, uh, that's his fault too. Anyway, but uh, he uh, he might need to be off the line of scrimmage and and a motion receiver. Maybe he can't do that. I don't know. But I know sometimes they even leave him on the same side of the uh, line. They leave him on the left, and uh, Halton's left hand. So I don't know if that's – I don't know. I would not – I mean, I would move him around and uh, make it hard for somebody to be able to – I'd give him some opportunities somehow. (laughs) But – you can't, sometimes you got, you got to remember, you only got one football.
1: <laughs> See, hey, so you got all these weapons. Everybody we
3: talks to- about all these weapons. We got all these weapons. Well, we only got one football. And now what you do with that one football is make it damn important to everybody to have a chance to hold it. And so if you do get that opportunity, you better damn well, make sure you do it and you do it well, because We got guys over here that want to hold that football. There's only so many plays in a game that you get to hold that football. So you want a chance to hold it, then don't drop it. Don't fumble it. Don't kick it away. I mean, when you get it, count. Because if you don't, there's people over here that want to. Because that football is precious. And on defense, you should want it just as bad. And that means that I want to see 11 hats at the ball on defense. I want to see, when the play's over, a bunch of meanness getting on around the football. And sometimes, again, we're just, we look a little lethargic. We just didn't look, we didn't play for Pirate football, sir. Well,
1: you know what? The good news is we can't do anything about Bubba and Terry. We can't do anything about last week, but we have this week coming up with USF, a game that uh, we could do something about, right, Bubba, Terry? It yeah, started.
3: We, uh, it started when that game ended. It, uh, how we, how we, how we left that locker room. How we uh, got, got on the uh, bus and airplane, whatever to get home. How we uh, went to practice today. Uh, it's already started. What we're gonna see Saturday is a result of what's going on right now. I, I firmly believe you are what you practice. So, uh, and that's on and off the field. It ain't got nothing to do with with uh, a building or, or an office, you know, you are what you are. So uh, I think uh, we'll, we'll find, this is when you start finding about your, and we don't have an identity and every team has an identity and we just don't know who we are yet. Like Bagger Vance says, we got to find out who we are. We got to hey, find hey. our swing. Hey Bubba.
1: And, uh, we'll, we'll get there. Bubba, put yeah, up the uh, comment from uh, Bubba Grant. If you don't mind, because that's uh, that's something I was going to, I totally thank you, Bubba Green. That was something I was going to bring up at the beginning of the show. And you can tell what I'm do you think now.
3: defenses are trying, designed to do? Defenses don't want him to roll to his left
1: because that's his so, strong So strength. if I was a
3: defensive coach, I'd make him go to right
1: every time. Yeah, exactly. And then he's got to throw across his butt. Yeah, exactly. I
3: agree. I agree, Bubba. You take away what he does best, and he is an old-time gunslinger type quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, he he's a little bit Shane Cardin, uh, you know, with that. And uh, that's well and good when you you know when when it's clicking. But you got to be able to run plays. You got to have. And that means you got to move the sticks. If you're not making first downs, then, uh, you know, matter, yeah. that's forcing. And that's why I say it goes back to trying to make the big play. When you're trying to make the big play, it ain't going to happen. you got to let the big play, it comes to you. And that's hey, Bubba,
1: all the other that goes into it. Bubba, I have one question for you, too, and I'll let you make your comments, sorry. But another one other thing I had in mind tonight is – uh it, knowing how good of arm, um, I know there's issues with accuracy. We can talk about that. Holton would tell you that. But would you be uh, would you be willing to throw the ball more down the field uh, to a CJ, to a Blake, to that to do it more uh, to keep the defense honest when they know that our running game is is not there, it's not working because they're able to stop us.
2: That would be great, and I, I'd love for us to, but we have to have the time. Yet <laughs> Yesterday, I mean, you, you barely had time to throw an intermediate route, I and mean, you don't have time to throw the ball 30, 25, 30, 35 yards down the field. Um, I'm sure they're, they'll do their best to mix that in as they see fit, but um, I, I can certainly understand why they didn't yesterday, because um, we've talked about how I many Holton was getting hit on, on the, The short and intermediate passing game. Um, The points I wanted to make, Terry brought up the defense a while ago. We talked about how, uh, yes, we understand the situation in the game, how it was a 35-13 ball game at halftime. So Georgia State probably understandably um, to the, you know, just frustration of their coaching staff probably did take their foot off the gas. Um, But at the same time, we certainly played a lot better in the second half and and our defense um, with so many young pieces on that side of the ball came out and did what they needed to do to give us a chance to win the football game. And they got seven consecutive stops, uh, forced a couple of turnovers, um, I think four punts, also a missed field goal. And um, you looked up and with just over eight minutes left, it was a 42-21 game thanks to those two special teams touchdowns and uh the only touchdown they got on the offensive side of the ball in the second half came in the final minute, um, which Terry already referenced. And so you have to be proud of that. Uh, on on the defensive side, leading the way, you've heard Coach Houston really brag on, on Jairo Wilson and, um, and just talking about how his athleticism and versatility at linebacker is something uh, that we can really build on. And you saw it yesterday. He led the team with 13 tackles, 10 of those being solo, uh, had two TFLs. Uh, I know in game one against UCF, uh, the commentator, I think it was uh, Mike Golick, was talking about how impressed he was. He was down the field covering one of those very talented UCF receivers. So keep an eye on on Mr. Wilson. And then Elijah Morris, the, the freshman defensive lineman, 6'1", 283 out of Terry Sanford High School in Fayetteville. He had eight tackles yesterday, and Coach Houston, uh, in I want to say it was his Thursday press conference, but one of his press conferences last week going into this game talked about Elijah and how he's everything you want from a coach's standpoint in terms of his attitude, effort, and everything um, that he brings. and He just brings it day in, day out, and he's kind of a role model for the others in the program and they need to follow his lead. And he's, he's a guy that came in to the program as a walk-on. That's awesome. Uh, Bubba, Richard
1: has another
2: question um,
1: out there. If you can put that out there, he had a question towards me. Uh, Dave, do you see an option being used more to get the running game going? I mean, right now, if that's, you guys are more of the football minds. And I've coached for four years with football too. If, if that's something that they could that zone read, knowing that um that's knowing that holton can run um also i would probably add if if uh the guys that you still need the line right to be able to pull that off hey you don't have to block as many people
3: (laughs) yep i mean but what we still got to prevent them from being in the backfield so quick somehow yeah and uh, and, uh, and again the way you do that is uh Picking, picking up where this, if they're sending five or six people then there's there's some holes somewhere uh we just gotta find them and uh and then and it's got to happen we got to be prepared for it to happen quick uh, until we can establish some type of run and uh, and I'd like to see misdirection I'd like to see some more counter type plays uh they, they don't all have to be outside of tackle they can be right up the center but you can still run uh, where you pull two people, uh, lead through, kick out, uh, or kick out, lead through. And uh, so there's, I'm sure, you know, we got more in the playbook, but I just, uh, again, when you're only going three and
2: out, it's hard to see what you got. You can't, you know, uh, that's terrible. Something, so, that did, something did surprise me yesterday, and, again, this is from afar because um, we're not at practice. We don't know. I mean, he, he may have had some type of nagging injury um, where, or where, I mean, where he wasn't at full strength. He did get one carry, though, so maybe maybe it was just the coach's decision. Uh, and um, maybe it boiled down to um, the other backs being better at pass pro and a little bit bigger um, to pass protect. So that may have been it, too, but uh, it sure would have been nice uh, to see the ball in Keaton Mitchell's hands a little bit more in and, and the game against UCF. He got 10 touches, uh, really made some things happen, uh, accounted for about 80 or 85 yards of offense, but just had that one touch yesterday. So uh, maybe we'll find, find a way to get the ball in Keaton's hands. Uh, some, that's some that's interesting.
3: FF. Too, because, you know, he played in the state championship football game on that field. Uh, last year Georgia High School championship games, all of them were played at uh, That's uh at right. Georgia State. That's old Turner Field, you know. When when they uh when they left Turner Field, that if you look at it from a afar you can see where Turner Field the has an yeah. old baseball stadium.
1: So uh, Bubba loves some Braves now.
3: Yeah, I figured Bubba's like that. Then uh of course they out there in uh just north of Atlanta in Cobb County now, but uh Keaton is from just south of that area, uh, just south of Atlanta, around, uh, uh, gosh, Mc, Mc, McDonough, McDonough, as they call it. McDonough is what it looks like. McDonough, they call it. Uh, Eagles Landing Christian Academy. He went to a private school there, Class A school, but they were one of the best teams in the state year eight. in and year out.
1: And What's his, uh, he, well, he had a good state championship game there. Bubba do you know what his 40 is? Because that guy is lightning fast. Yeah, I don't
2: I have no clue what his 40 sure, is. Yeah, I'm sure I, he's
3: yeah, he ran track in Georgia too. He was yeah, he was he uh he's a fast kid. I, got, feel,
2: I feel certain he's probably he's I mean, like, four, Terry's, three, four, like, four. like Terry's saying, I mean he's a four three, four four guy. I would, yeah,
3: I would, he just three, got to have uh you don't know, but there again with freshmen first coming in and with the situation like it is, there's no telling how I'd hate to see, whew, back when I first came in, oh my goodness, I don't know, It was. <laughs> I didn't need any more things on my mind to have to deal with, because <laughs> we didn't worry about germs back then, we didn't get sick, we just, uh, <laughs> we just took salt
1: tablets. <laughs> You're like, hey. Terry, you like a Timex watch. You can't take a lick and a keep on ticking.
3: Well, we've done a lot of scars.
1: I got a lot of, a lot of
3: scars on this old tree. A lot of, a lot of bark been, been knocked off.
1: <laughs> You're still standing. So, uh, Bubba, Bubba, what do you? Uh, before we go, I know we're running tight on time, but Bubba, uh, your final thoughts and maybe, oh, no. uh, we'll get the comment there from Richard if you want to read that. The last, the
2: last game we had no offensive touchdowns was um, 2018, the season finale, the forgettable season finale mm-hmm. against NC State where where, uh, oh my God. where Dave, Dave 58 to three, in in classy style uh, tried to ice Jake Verity, but Jake Verity with the ice water in his veins nailed it uh, on the final play of the game when, when the Wolfpack beat us 58-3. Yeah,
1: we haven't had a shutout since uh, the
2: 97 game
1: against Syracuse. So uh, we wanted to keep that record intact. And, you know, Doran is Doran and Doran will be Doran. And I'll be Doran. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait to this program. uh, We we have to play them again, but I can't wait to when things are really kicking and then he'll have some other excuse why we lost to him. And yeah, psychological disadvantage or whatever.
3: He'll do everything he can not to play us again.
2: Yeah, we're scheduled to play him again next year. 2020.
3: It ain't happened until it happens. They'll do everything they can. It's like South Carolina coming to Greenville. I've never seen nothing like it. We can't get them to Greenville.
1: Mm -hmm. And they have no reason. And they have no reason to uh, act like they're Clemson or Alabama. And I'm not anti-South Carolina, the Gamecocks. But there's no reason to ever, ever, ever pretend yeah. like you're so good that you can't come to Greenville when you can't even win your league. And no offense they're to them. Not. Not.
3: They might not win a game in there. <laughs> they're going to have a tough time. Uh, you know, the only conference games, they're going to have a tough time. Ooh.
1: Yeah. And, hey, we, we, we may be in the same boat. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, folks. Uh, this week we can break that by getting a win in Tampa against the Bulls, USF, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Bubba, do you have any final thoughts before
2: we go? No, just tired of the losing, uh, as everyone is. Obviously, as much as we don't like it, the you know, I think Terry said as much early on, and, and I know it's stating the obvious. And Coach Houston and this staff and the players, as much as they invest, um, I know they're absolutely sick right now. Uh, hopefully they had a good practice tonight um tomorrow is an off day but um you know get a lot of film study in on their own i'm sure and um coaches putting the game plan together uh, continuing to put the game plan together and hopefully we'll have an excellent week of practice and go down to tampa and win a ball game because lord knows uh, we we definitely need to uh to win a game and how sweet it would be to, for that win to come over USF because we're one in nine all time against mm. South, South Florida. And that, that lone victory came in 2014 uh, when Shane Carden and company rallied in the second half down at Raymond James. What's your final thoughts, Terry, captain Buck? Uh,
3: look in the mirror and find out what you want to do. <laughs> Everybody, that's what everybody's got to do. Just when you when you got a problem, look in the mirror. There, there's your solution. So uh, all of our players need to look in there and decide what they want to do. You can coach your hell out of them, but they got to execute it. So uh, let's let's get it going, and uh, I'll be there.
1: I'll be there in spirit anyway. <laughs> hey Terry, when I look in the mirror, I see a
2: forty-seven-year-old. So. Uh, probably not a good well, idea for me to look
1: wait
3: till you see a 64 year
1: old.
2: And <laughs> hey, there, Dave, one, one other thing I failed to mention, uh, Sutton Young, who's doing an excellent job for Great us uh, on campus. Uh, Sutton's actually going to be down in Tampa. Um, That's right. You told me so that. Look forward to catching up with Sutton uh, later on in the week, and um, at least most likely on game day. Um, probably prior to the game, potentially at halftime, and then after the game um, with some live reports from Raymond James Stadium and what will be a night game uh, next Saturday down in Tampa. And um, I think it's a ESPN Plus broadcast at 7 o'clock. That's going to be that's outstanding. That's- Can't wait
1: for that, guys. Uh, it's going to be a game. Uh, hey, another 50-50 game. we got to find a way to win it. Uh, It's been tough, and I know Coach Houston, I'll say this, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, I believe in Coach Houston. I believe in this coaching staff. They're working thousands of hours. They know what they're doing. Uh, Terry told us last year, it's a continuation. Trust the process. Mike Houston's a winner, and they will turn it around. So for those of you that don't believe that, then you probably don't need to be a pirate because you don't know about going through storms. So um, enough said, guys. I hope you have a great night. I appreciate both of you. Thank you, Kyle. My brother from a different mother. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you again in the next couple of days. Bubba, do we have any programming coming up the, uh, by Tuesday? Sure.
2: Next couple of days. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm doing a cow. Uh, st- 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 <laughs> As Terry drops out and kills the <laughs> the, the three-person overlay on the screen. Appreciate that, Bunk. But uh, <laughs> the, the only thing I have at this point, Dave, is um, on our – pirate preview on thursday night we will catch up with former east carolina fullback slash tight end, primarily fullback kevin gidry uh, from the skip holtz era uh, and kevin uh, is doing an excellent job owns a gym in the that's right wake, yeah. wake county uh, right now and they're in raleigh um he has i'm trying to remember the name of it i, I w- would have been able to think of it if you if i wouldn't have brought it up but um I think it's actually it's called Find a Way Fitness, and that's funny since Terry's talking about finding a way. Um, it's Find <laughs> a Way Fitness, and it's it was at least gym of the month, so maybe gym of the year to this point. But um, doing an excellent job nonetheless with uh, with that. Kevin Gidry will join us, and the unique thing about Kevin not only did he play for the Pirates, he also played for USF, so he has some insight to both programs, and we'll talk to him, talk to him Thursday night.
1: All right, sounds good. Thanks uh, to Kyle from the Grange Barber, Terry Bunk-Gallagher, and of course, Bubba Rosenbaum, our, our glue for this uh, show. Uh, couldn't do without you, brother. Appreciate you very much. Just a pirate football playback. It's right here on the Sports Objective after every game. Appreciate you, guys. Good night, everybody. And as always, go Pirates!